biggest day in American sport is just a couple of weeks away. Super Bowl 57. This weekend, the championship games in the NFC and the AFC to find out two Super Bowl participants. Eagles against the 49ers in Philadelphia in the NFC championship game. Chiefs against the Bengals in Kansas City in the AFC championship game. One of these four are going to be Super Bowl winners. Essential to his team's hopes. Third and seven. To the end zone. Open. Wide open. Hurst hauls it in for another Cincinnati touchdown. And Mahomes steps up. Throws to the back. Touchdown. Marquez Valdez. Scantling. They're down in five. Hurts will look to throw. He's got Goddard with a one-handed catch. Billis Goddard in. Touchdown, Philadelphia. What a catch, and he turns it into a score from 16. Let's get you to the U.S. Mark Schofield is a former college quarterback who now writes NFL and other sports too for SB Nation. He joins us to break it all down. Let's start uh, in the NFC, Mark. The Eagles and the 49ers, the two most dominant teams in the NFC meeting with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. Eagles were number two defensively and number three offensively. The 49ers were top defensively and number five offensively. The only two NFL teams ranked in the top five in both categories. In a game like this, what is more important, offense or defense? Well, I think going into this game, Jason, what's probably going to end up being more important are the two offenses and perhaps the two quarterbacks. Obviously, you know, Jalen Hurts and what he has done this year for the Philadelphia Eagles turned himself into an MVP candidate. You know, so much of what the Eagles do on offense, both in the running game and, of course, in the passing game, starts with Jalen Hurts. You know, now he's back fully healthy from that right shoulder injury. They used his legs last week against the New York Giants. And what the Eagles can do with Jalen Hurts, particularly in the run game, will give them perhaps an advantage up front in this game because – when you think about how defenses are trying to play in the NFL today, keeping both safeties deep, trying to almost dare you to run the football, when you can use the quarterback as a run threat, when you can use the quarterback's legs, that gives you a numbers advantage up front down to the box. And so I think Hurts is going to be particularly important, obviously, when the Eagles have the football. And then Brock Purdy. This has been a tremendous story to see this year, this rookie quarterback, seventh-round pick, last player drafted in the NFL draft, to see the way he's run this offense, to see that the way that this 49ers offense really hasn't missed a beat since he stepped into the lineup. You know, do we finally see a game where he makes some mistakes or does he continue to play at a very, very high level given his draft status, given the, his inexperience? And so I think these two offenses, these two young quarterbacks, they're a huge part of this game. Yeah, Brock Purdy such an interesting story, as you've outlined. I think he becomes the third youngest quarterback ever to start an AFC or NFC championship game. 7-0, and so he's going along okay at the moment. Can, right. he, can he deal with Philly's defense, though, Mark? That's going to be a huge question for him because, you know, what Philadelphia is able to do so well is to get pressure with four. They're one of the best defenses in the entire NFL at sort of getting pressure with four, right? Anytime as a defense... You can do that. You can rush four. You can drop seven into coverage. It gives you an opportunity to really make some things happen, to really pressure the quarterback. And we've seen, even over the course of these two playoff games from Brock Purdy, there are moments where if he's pressured, if he, he might bail from the pocket a little early in the play, he might sort of try to make something happen with his legs. 
But it is important to remember they faced last week in the Dallas Cowboys one of the better defenses at getting pressure with four in the entire NFL. Dallas's ability to get pressure with four was up there above the Eagles in that pressure rate. And so they've already been tested by a defense that can get pressure with four. Purdy's already faced a defense that can get pressure with four. Now, he'll have to do it again. But I think what we've seen over the past you know, week or so is a, a young quarterback that even will face in a defense that can pressure you with four. He's able to stand in there. And maybe he doesn't make all the right throws. Maybe he doesn't make every throw the way it should be. Maybe there are throws that he sometimes misses. But he had some impressive throws against the Cowboys, particularly to George Kittle. And I think that could continue Sunday. We'll get to the AFC Championship game in a moment. But do you think the Super Bowl winner comes from the NFC? I think there. it's a very hard question, Jason, because these are four fantastic teams. And like I sort of said earlier, I think regardless of how Sunday turns out, we're going to be treated to a, a fantastic game, whether it's, you know, Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, 49ers, Chiefs, 49ers. I think we're going to get a fantastic Super Bowl. But looking at these two teams in the NFC and how complete they are, you know, you just alluded to it. You just walked us through it at the outset, you know, top five offenses, top five defenses. They can beat you in a number of different ways. They pose a lot of problems for you with what they do offensively, the Eagles and the way they use the quarterback in the run game, the way that they can use the tight end, the way they can use those two receivers. Obviously the 49ers and their sort of 21 personnel package where you know, you've got two running backs on the field and Kyle Juszczyk and Christian McCaffrey, but they can put Debo Samuel at running back. They could put McCaffrey at wide receiver, they can put you check a tight end. They can move these players around. It stresses you a lot defensively. It asks a lot of the guys on the field on the defensive side of the ball to sort of match up against those, you know, varied talents at the, these various offensive positions. And so I think, yes, we have four great teams, but the way that these two teams in the NFC, the Eagles and the 49ers, can cause problems, the way they're complete teams on both sides of the ball, I think it's likely that one of those two teams will win the Super Bowl. All right, let's go to the AFC Championship game then. The Cincinnati Bengals trying to get back to the Super Bowl for a second straight year against the Chiefs in Kansas City. These two met a year ago for an overtime thriller in which Cincinnati came back from, what, 18 points down to clinch a first Super Bowl trip in 33 years. Are they similar teams, Mark, a year on from that? They're somewhat similar teams. I mean, I think certainly the Bengals have you know, a, a lot of similar aspects to what they do on the offensive side of the ball, getting the ball out quickly out of Joe Burrow's hands. You know, the the defense, the, some of the pieces have moved around a little bit, but it's a very similar defense as well. You know, some names have changed uh, on both sides of the ball for the Cincinnati Bengals and obviously for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are a bit different. Obviously, Tyreek Hill now down in Miami with the Dolphins. You know, so the offense looks a little bit different than it did last year. It might not have that sort of explosive over-the-top element, obviously, with Tyreek Hill's departure to the Miami Dolphins. But this was really, Jason, a a process that had started, you know, at the start of last year. When Patrick Mahomes first came onto the the world stage, you know, he was averaging something like 8.6 yards per attempt. You know, he was really pushing the ball downfield. And that's ticked down over the past couple of years. Past two years, it's been something like seven and a half, where he was tops in the NFL two two or three years ago. He's now sort of middle of the pack. As defenses, as I talked about earlier, have shown two deep safety looks and really tried to keep things in front of them, 
Mahomes and the Chiefs in particular have evolved their offense. There's a lot more underneath passing. You know, obviously getting Travis Kelsey, they're incredibly talented tight end involved using the backside of the backfield. So the Chiefs offense has gone undergone a bit of a metamorphosis, um, but a lot of the names are, are the same. A lot of the players are the same. And a lot of the storylines that played out in last year's AFC Championship game, I think, will be a factor this weekend as well. Yeah, the quarterbacks, you mentioned Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow for the Bengals. Patrick Mahomes carrying an injury. So is an injured Patrick Mahomes better than a fully fit Joe Burrow, or is it the other way around? You know, I, I think uh, an injured Patrick Mahomes is still one of the best quarterbacks on the planet. You know, we even get some numbers to back that up. After he had his ankle injury against Jacksonville, he still had an expected points added of 0.28 per dropback, which was second best in the NFL this year behind a healthy Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's a very talented quarterback. And as he told us this week, he said, look, you know, I've got a right ankle injury, sure, but I make so many throws from different platforms from, you know, different bases, different mechanical postures in the pocket that having an ankle injury isn't really something to worry about. So he's still an extremely talented quarterback. Now, to his credit, Joe Burrow is as well. He's, you know, been a robot in a sense for this Bengals offense this year. Second fastest time to throw this season in the regular season behind only Tom Brady. He's been the fastest quarterback in time to throw during the playoffs. He's so good at diagnosing what you're doing structurally as a defense before the play begins and then breaking you down with his mind quickly after the snap. You know, so if you, you if he's presented with a matchup that he likes on the outside, the matchup that he likes underneath, he's going to take advantage of it. He's going to get the ball out quickly. He's going to neutralize your pass rushers as a result of that and put his receivers in a position to be very successful. These are two of the game's premier young quarterbacks. And this is perhaps a button rivalry that we might see for the next 5, 10, 12 years. I'm very excited to see it play out on Sunday. I think Mahomes is the game's best quarterback, but Joe Burrow is right on his tail. We've talked about four quarterbacks there, Burrow, Mahomes, uh, also Purdy and Hertz as well. But uh, you wrote a great piece on SB Nation about 12 unsung heroes who can lift their teams to Super Bowl 57. Can you pick out a couple for us, Mark, across these two games who, uh, who we might want to keep an eye on? Well, certainly we could start with that AFC game we were just talking about. And I think when, when fans are watching this game, there's obviously going to be that tendency to watch the quarterbacks, see what's happening there. But particularly when the Chiefs have the football. Pay attention to the matchup on the interior between defensive tackle DJ Reader of the Bengals and that interior offensive line of the Chiefs with center Creed Humphrey, right guard Trey Smith, left guard Joe Tooney, because DJ Reader is a fantastic talent. A lot of what the Bengals do on the interior of their defensive line starts with him. A lot of what they do on defense overall starts with him, his ability to occupy blockers, his ability to you know quickly penetrate into the pocket and perhaps provide a little bit of an interior pass rush. And when we're talking about Patrick Mahomes perhaps being limited with his mobility, interior penetration could pose him some problems. How well does that trio hold up on the other side of the ball? Humphrey, Tooney, Trey Smith, do they contain DJ Reader or does Reader become a disruptive force on Sunday? That's certainly something to watch. When we look at the NFC game, I'm very curious. Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle of the 49ers, how does he hold up against those, you know, four pass rusher looks that we've seen from the Eagles? We know Trent Williams on the left side of that 49ers offensive line, one of the game's best left tackles. We know what he can do. But do we see some pressure looks off the other edge? Do we see Mike McGlinchey struggle? Or does he hold up his end of the bargain? He's a player to watch there. And also when the 49ers have the football, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who they acquired before the start of the season, a defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles. When you're thinking about sort of trying to slow down George Kittle, 
the Eagles a lot of times this year have used Gardner Johnson against tight ends, whether it was Pat Fryer moved to tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, whether it was Logan Thomas, a tight end for the Washington Commanders. Now he's played some cornerback, he's played some safety, but I'm very curious to see Jason if he draws that George Kittle assignment when the Eagles play a man coverage on Sunday. All right, Mark. Well, as you've said, it's going to be a great Super Bowl regardless. There are four possible outcomes for Super Bowl 57. What is the best matchup for the neutral fan? Wow. I mean, like I said, four fantastic games, no no matter what happens. I mean, I think we're going to be in for a treat in Super Bowl 57, regardless of how Sunday plays out. But I think the, the matchup that perhaps fascinates me the most might be if we get you know a, a rematch of some Super Bowls from the past, if we get a Bengals 49ers game, because you're going to get uh, Lou Amarano, the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, matched up against Kyle Shanahan and everything that they do on the offensive side of the ball. You'll get Demeco Ryans, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, who's in the mix for a lot of potential head coaching jobs, matched up against Brian Callahan, Zach Taylor in that Bengals offense, Fred Warner, the middle linebacker, against Joe Burrow, the quarterback, who, as I just talked about, can break defenses down with his mind at a very high level. These could all be four fantastic matchups, for, but for neutral fans, I think a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl would be fascinating. Mark, it's been such a pleasure to get your analysis and your insight into the AFC and NFC Championship games. We can't wait over here to see how it all plays out. Thanks so much for joining us across New Zealand. Jason, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Hope to do it again soon. And I hope everybody really enjoys the games this weekend as well as Super Bowl 57. It should all be fantastic football to watch. Good man. Thanks, Mark. Mark Schofield there. Joining us, uh, 49ers, Eagles, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Bengals, Chiefs, 12.30 tomorrow afternoon. Winners go to Super Bowl in a fortnight's time.